Pigeon. Make Maddie proud, make Daddy proud. Don't dye your hair. It's only game. Why you have to be mad? Hello, welcome back everybody. It feels like it's been 10 years since we recorded. Literally. It's just been like, I think it's because, did we record on Saturday? Yeah, yeah, we recorded on Saturday last week and it's now Tuesday. So it's over a week and like three days longer than usual. <laughs> so I have no idea what's happening and I have so many bookmarks, but I think I just got a little bit too excited about Nassim Kadri. So there's a lot of them about him. <laughs> but like I'm scrolling. It's like, oh my God, how am I not back at where we started yet? <laughs> um, I guess, you know, let's start at the top. The Colorado Avalanche are your 2022 Stanley Cup champions. Woo. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely, the evil is defeated. Um, I love Nazem Kadri. I'm so, 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 so glad that he is in Stanley Cup. Me I'm so too. Happy. Um, what, what happened, like, specifically? Um... The, oh, the Tampa Bay Lightning were, like, losing in the last game, and they were just throwing fits, absolutely throwing fits. Um, so Maroon had a tantrum. McDonough hit someone, and it was, like, a dangerous and unnecessary hit. Like, the puck was nowhere near him. He The penalty was assigned immediately. Um, Stamkos fired the puck at the referee after the McDonough hit, and Cooper was, like, losing his mind, too. Like, it was just, they were just being such fucking babies. <laughs> like, expected nothing less from them. Yeah. Um, I guess they just, they don't know how to lose. That's uh, Literally, fuck them. Um, go Avs. Uh, oh, everyone's favorite news. So, Corey Perry. In the last three years, has made it to the Stanley Cup final and been on the losing team. <laughs> three years in a row now, because um, he was on it. He was on Montreal last year, and he's on Dallas. You before? Is that right? Dallas made the Stanley Cup final. No, so wrong. No, they did not. Was that wait? That was twenty twenty. That was such a fake year, though. Yeah. Um, let's see. That was Dallas. Such no way. Year. Such a fake year. Jeez. That year just simply does not exist. It doesn't? Like, I do I, Tampa one, but, like, past that, I no, no memory. I honestly could go back and watch, like, the entire season and be shocked at what happens because fuck if I know well that one it was the fun one right we stopped in mid-March and then we bubbled in Edmonton and Toronto mm -hmm. we had Hotel X <laughs> every time I like drive past it I just laugh 
every single time I see it and I just laugh. <laughs> um, so I'm sure that's exactly what they wanted for their branding is to me is for me to immediately think of the entire Metro division being stuck in a hotel <laughs> together. <laughs> and like Carter Hart playing his guitar and pissing off his teammates and maybe people on other teams like just wild shit I don't remember what actually was true about it whether that's actually true or that's just something we pictured happening mm -hmm. I don't know it feels right that it was true though <laughs> but yeah like oh, it was Lord. a fucked up thing they just had playoffs had play-ins they had play-ins the Leafs lost to Columbus I only remember that I actually only remember that because I was just listening to um the beginning of this season and we were talking about the Columbus play-in for some reason. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, that happened. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but, yeah. So, congrats to Corey Perry on that. I have a question. Would you want the Leafs to sign Corey Perry knowing that they could, could make it to the Stanley Cup Finals and just wouldn't win? They would make it out of the first round that way. <laughs> they would that's all I'm saying <laughs> I'm like hmm I also just like if I didn't hate Corey Perry as much I think the answer would be yes yeah there's like a if, thought of Corey Perry repulses me yes especially when you're like ah who is he replacing and then you go Jason Spezza and you're like fuck no absolutely the fuck not no not happening <laughs> Uh -uh. Um, Kale McCarr won the Conn Smythe, which is the playoff MVP trophy. Um, there was just some wild shit that went down. Uh, my couple of my favorite include McKinnon saying he knew it was a good Stanley Cup omen when he was assigned help hotel room number seventeen eighty seven yesterday a nod to his close friend Sidney Crosby I'm sorry there you <gasps> uh -huh. I, I gotta say I gotta say it that's gay I'm sorry <laughs> I have to say it it is there's no there's it... no heterosexual explanation to that <laughs> I just a good omen. A good <laughs> omen. Sure. If you say so, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other best thing was Nazem Kadri saying, anyone who thought I was a liability in the playoffs can kiss my ass. And um, I would like to say that I did not think he was. Well, I mean, his behavior indicated that he was, but I had faith in him. It's just like, I knew that the reason why he lost his shit is because the referees were absolute garbage. Mm -hmm. I'm aware of that. And I, like, I literally, I cried when Nazem Kadri was traded. I cried like three times during the summer because of his trade. <laughs> like, like, not this, like when he was the summer after he was traded or the summer he was traded, I cried at least three or four times. And then, like, sometimes I just like think about Nazem Kadri and him not being on my team and cry. It's fine. I mean, oh, it's an emotional time. 
It is. It is. I love masks. Yeah. I'm like crying right now thinking about him winning the <laughs> cup. <laughs> um, yeah, so I love that for him. I love that he was just it's like such a bitch about it because you know that's the Toronto me that's it wasn't really I would say it's less a dig at like Kyle Dubas and stuff mm-hmm. it's more a dig at the Toronto media and some of the fans who were like calling for his head the first yeah. suspension and the and the first playoff suspension like suck it up he has a Stanley Cup he has a Stanley Cup he does <laughs> Um, he also said that he received a lot of support from former Leafs teammates during the Stanley Cup run. And then he said, absolutely, those guys are my friends. They'll be lifelong friends of mine. And, you know, I hope the same for them. And I'm like, mm, come back, please. That's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I love it. I love hearing that. Absolutely wonderful. Um, I guess we should talk about the celebrations and how they dented the cup just about immediately. Mm-hmm. And then at least three or four other times. <laughs> like, there's a picture. Um, who was the flyer who got traded there? Was it? Nick? It was Matt. Matt. I don't know yeah, his Nack. actual name, but. Ave Kubel. Yeah. Ave Kubel. Um, He's apparently very clumsy and has dropped, and he dropped the cup. And, like, apparently his fiance, um, someone was like, I hope, I hope he doesn't carry you anywhere because it seems like you're going to get injured. And she was like, yeah, one time he dropped me and I got a concussion. Her TikTok is my favorite thing on this planet. She is so funny. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, this thing, like, you it was after Knack dropped it. Did he drop it on the ice? No, someone. I think someone else hit it on the ice. Maybe it was him multiple he, times on the ice. He, he I think he skating, did. He was skating to the team to take the team picture. And who trusted him with that? I would love to know. Yeah. And then he, I don't know if he tripped or what, but he just down down went Stan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then someone else had it when they were like drunk in in a bar a couple days later and it was also crunched and then I think I saw another photo you like looked at the bottom of it and it's not round anymore there's way too many edges so many people like I'm assuming like they're all mostly older people and just people that are whack were so angry they're like how like you know you don't deserve it when you da 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 and most people were like chill it's the fake cup. Yeah, like it's, they it's literally just, have it's more just than the one. Show cup. They like, have more than not one. The real. Like, I'm pretty sure if I went to the Hockey Hall of Fame right now, there would still be one there. So don't worry, you guys. Um, the At the parade, the Kadri family were wearing uh, too many men shirts that Naz had specifically designed for the parade. Um, because uh, we are in our petty era. Last year's lightning, however many million over the cap. This year's too many men. I love it. More of this. 
Um, what's happening? Um, okay, I think, oh, and the other thing at the parade, Bowen Byram was like off the bus for some reason, like talking to fans and shit. And uh, one of the police officers is he's like trying to get back to the bus and one of the police officers is like no you can't go and he's like I'm on the team I'm on the team but you look at him and you're like he could be any dude in the crowd mm-hmm. he's like 23 maybe 22 like somewhere in there not very old he's got his cap on backwards he's pretty drunk he's got a jersey on like you don't know yeah. <laughs> very funny to me <laughs> oh poor guy Mm-hmm. Um, and then this absolutely actually let's start with the Joe Biden tweet that is somehow still up. Um, so he goes, grats the Colorado Avalanche for this first Stanley Cup win since 2001. Fact, uh, a comeback story for the ages and one that has made your community so rightfully proud. They, what? They, they were ahead. There was no coming back. I'm very confused, or, sir. They were, like, I I would argue and say they were for sure winning the entire, not even just Stanley Cups, like, the final round, but I would argue the entire playoffs. Mm-hmm. You looked at that team and you said, mm-hmm. yep, that's who it's going to be. Exactly, exactly. Um, very funny to me. And they swept two different teams. Yes. <laughs> like they did there was no coming back at all. Like what coming what, what did they come back from? Who knows? Who knows? All the injuries they had in the regular season. They did have a lot of injuries in the regular season. They did. Yeah. But like that's all I got. <laughs> Other than that, they freaking, I mean, they murdered this year. Mm-hmm. Come back. The comeback of the century. Truly. Exactly. Truly. Um, so, there, Greg Wyshynski had an article uh, or a profile on Nathan McKinnon. Um, and there are some comments from him, from him being Nathan McKinnon in there that are very concerning or sorry not from him about him from teammates um this is from cole i can't remember his first name but he's an avalanche currently i believe nathan i keep wanting to say nathan but it doesn't sound right i don't know something with an n maybe not i don't know um he said there were guys on our team where he did not pull any punches he's like you are fat stop eating shit in his defense he's not wrong he's just so blunt and honest and he doesn't pull any punches he's like i'm not gonna give a shit it's true and 99 percent of the time it is oh like absolute shit and then he's talking about tampa he being nathan mckinnon this time and he says it's crazy how they went back to back. I might get fat as shit right now, so I don't know if we're going back, going back to back. But I'm gonna enjoy it for sure. Like, 
we all joke about Nathan McKinnon not eating carbs and not being like a drill sergeant. This is more than that. Yeah, I. This is not a healthy place for them to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, let alone like I'm thinking about the young kids on the team. Your Alex Newhook, your Bowen Byram, even like Kale McCarr too. Like they're young. They shouldn't have to deal with that shit. No. The only people that should be telling you to eat, like, eat certain things or not eat certain things are a, like... A nutritionist? A nutritionist. I was trying to think of what the... I was going to say, like, a food. uh, But, yeah, a nutritionist, like, your doctor, a trained professional. Yes. Like not not a twenty-eight-year-old on your team mm-hmm. who in fact is neither of those things. Exactly. Um, and it's just like it creates a toxic situation mm-hmm. that they should not have to deal with. Um it's really concerning reading that, to be honest. Yeah, no, I um, don't I don't like Yeah. That. Yeah. Like also, he, who gives a shit if you're fat or you're perceived as fat? Look at fucking Phil Kessel. He won the Conn Smythe. He got two Stanley Cups. And people perceived him as fat then. They perceive him as fat now. And he's still fucking good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm just like, I think Nathan McKinnon is really fucked up in the head um, because there's another quote from Sidney Crosby. One of the first times we trained together, he yelled across the ice at me to wake up. He was still in junior, so it caught me a little off guard. My dude. Crosby to wake up. Mm -hmm. Well, you're in junior. And he is Sid the kid. (laughs) Wait, good. Who the fuck does Nathan McKinnon think he is? I think Nathan McKinnon is. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't. Absolutely. I have no words. Yeah. It's it's fucked up. Unacceptable. Um, anyway, so I'm taking back any c- congratulations extended to Nathan McKinnon and again directing them all at Nazem Kadri. Yes. <laughs> Valid. I love him. Um, what else went on this week? Oh, Timothy Lilligren re-signed. 1.4 million, two-year deal. Love it. He did it for me. He did. He truly did. Um, the Bruins signed Don Sweeney, their GM, to a multi-year contract extension, and it was getting like ratioed to hell. Very funny. Um, Bruins fans were not impressed. <laughs> I love it. Um, oh, let's just jump to the drama. Connor McDavid. It was uh, his girlfriend Lauren Kyle's birthday this past week. And as we have recounted 
he was, you know, cheating, as we saw. We mm-hmm. all saw. And he knows we all saw. So he, you know, makes his post that says, Happy birthday, Lauren. So lucky to have you in my life. You too, Lenny. Um, the comments are off. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, it's just so funny. You can't not laugh. No. Um, you too, Lenny. so funny. <laughs> um oh hockey hall of fame 2022 player inductees um i'm gonna go on my rant that i go on every single fucking year because the selection committee is shit um but we'll get back to that in a second roberto luongo love that absolutely love that and with his teammates daniel sedin and henrik sedin um also daniel alfredson who is a dude who i like to pretend doesn't exist most of the time um and um the builder was Herb Carnegie Carnegie who um it is post posthumously I can't say the word after his death he is has already passed away um but he did a lot for the game and if it wasn't and if he wasn't blocked from playing in the NHL by certain players and management and the organization itself, he would have been the first black player to play in the NHL. Um, So very exciting. And he has like a foundation that's again, really well run and targeted at ensuring that racial minorities, I'm gonna say minography, is that a word? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, Racial minorities are able to play hockey. Very exciting. And then the women's hockey player was our first non-North American team player. Um, Rika Salonen. She has a super long history. Um, She's obviously Finnish, if you couldn't tell from the name. (laughs) Um, So where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Um, it was her first year of eligibility. She last played in the 1819 um, World Championships in Finland, where they lost on a bullshit call that led to a shootout against the States. Um, I say lost. One silver, in quotation marks. One. Um, she retired at the age of 46, which is like old for any hockey player, let alone a women's hockey player. Um, she won two Olympic bronze medals and six bronze medals at Worlds, and then uh, silver at the 2019 Worlds. Um, she also, like, I don't know if I have the list. I don't have the list. But she also, like, retired for a bit in the middle, and then after 10 years was like, no, 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 I'm back. <laughs> like, okay. Which is so fun. I love that. Um, but yeah, so very exciting to finally be recognizing our European players mm-hmm. that have done a lot to, for the game. Um, and now back to my yearly rant. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that I have had this rant three different times on this podcast. Probably. Which is insane. <laughs> oh, anyway. <laughs> um. Three might even be low, actually. (laughs) 
I feel like I've done it more than that. Anyway, so the Hockey Hall of Fame has the shitty rule that they're only allowed to induct two women a year, which makes no sense. But also, they haven't inducted two women since the first year they allowed any inductions of women into the Hockey Hall of Fame. And in three seasons, three there were three years where they didn't induct any women at all. There are right. so many good, eligible women who should have been inducted. Carolyn Willette, it was her first year, and she should have been, been inducted first ballot. Um, Julie Chu, her wife. I don't. I, I would prefer. I would like them to go in together. Um. Anyway, but yeah, like Julie Chu, Jennifer Botterill is not in the Hockey Hall of Fame. This woman is the only person to win the Patty Kazmaier twice. Um. She has, I think, three gold medals, maybe four. Three gold medals. One of very few players to do three in a row. And that's, sorry, that's Olympic gold medals. I should be specific. Mm-hmm. Several more world, world, gold world medals. And like, I am so angry with this. <laughs> um, like, and that's just the North American players I can name off the top of my head. These are people who should be, like even Cassie Campbell. She should be in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. There are so many people, and yet this bullshit rule, and then having only two women on the committee is an issue too. Because it's only right now, I believe it's only Cassie Campbell herself, I think, and um, Cameron Granado. It might be, is it Cassie Campbell? I think it's Cassie Campbell um, and Cameron Granado. So, like, how about, how about, we remove the men from the conversation if like remove the male voters if they're not don't know what they're talking about which they Mm -hmm. don't we can tell that they don't like I don't give a shit that you have to get a consensus it if you can't look at someone like Carolyn Ouellette or someone like Jennifer Botterill and go yeah they should be in the Hockey Hall of Fame then like that's fucked up that's on you Mm -hmm. and Oh, it makes me so mad because like I only listed some of their accolades I didn't even talk about their professional careers they both Insane. won the Clarkson Cup they both helped found the CWHL especially Botterill actually they both helped found the CWHL um Carolyn Ouellette did so much on Le Canadien um and like they won the Clarkson Cup several times under her leadership and like with her on the team. Insane. It makes me so fucking mad. So fucking mad. It's just I like also why is why is there a rule that you can only induct two? Like why that's that's shit. exactly and it doesn't take away from the number of men inducted either. Like then they always induct four men and a builder. So why do you have to limit the woman at two? And then also mm-hmm. not even vote in the ones who are obvious. So, um, we need to get these old white men out of here. Just uh, completely gone. Mm-hmm. Um, also, let's bring in some people with some better international knowledge, especially in women's hockey. 
Yep. Um, I'm pretty sure Rika Salonen is in because Cassie Campbell um, and Kami Granato like sold her. They shouldn't have to do that. No. Like you should you just should... know. Exactly. That should be common knowledge. Exactly. You look at this name, you look at all the things she's done. You look at the fact that she retired at age 46 and had however many bronze medals I said and silver and you go, wow, that's amazing. She should be in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Easy. Um, yeah, so anyway, I'm very grumpy still. It's, I can't immediately, like if I, someone was like, rant about something. That is what I rant about. <laughs> Easy. No thoughts. Just out. Completely. <laughs> Makes me so, so fucking mad. Um, before we switch feeds, whatever these called, meetings. Um, <laughs> there was a clip of Dylan Strom at a Jays game, and you just see him like it just looks like some normal dude standing up in the crowd and yelling like "F you, Danish." It was a player um, who threw like up and into one of the Jays hitters, and then you look at it again, you're like, "That's Dylan Strom." That's yeah. Dylan Strom. <laughs> Dylan Strom is he's looking at he's looking alive. That's yeah. Bring him home. Like he's got the passion. He's ready. He's here. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I thought I was done seeing the passion. <laughs> I no. still don't know where it came from or what the fuck it means. But then that happened and like, oh big passion guy. Dylan Strom's got the passion. Yeah. My entire feed. My entire, like, I scrolled and scrolled. Every <laughs> single tweet was about Dylan Strom and the fucking passion. <laughs> you know what? My favorite thing is that it's also under, um, like, it's also, it's not only that, it's also, like, it's under, I've seen it under, like, Raptors tweets, too. Like, it's well, not it's just bleep stuff. I don't know. I don't really know where it's came it's from just, either i like all freaking toronto sports the passion. the passion i if somebody could explain where this came from and why everyone has started saying it that would be like i'm gonna caption my next freaking next time i'm in toronto and post picture i'm gonna caption it the freaking passion just the the cn tower <laughs> passion I'll, I'll tweet it again yeah, literally every single time I go into Toronto, I take a picture of the CN Tower and I'm just like mentally like, poor William. <laughs> every time, <laughs> every single time. And like, especially um, one of the places I go to concerts is like Budweiser Stage. And every time I'm there, and I was saw a soccer game last week too. And every time I'm there, I have to like resist the urge as I'm sit- standing on the train station platform to like take a picture of the CN Tower that I have like at least 15 other pictures of. <laughs> from the same angle when we were in Toronto a few years ago we stayed in ice condos and the apartment that we were in was like literally just you actually first I walked out and I immediately looked to the left and I was just like oh like I wonder where the CN tower is and then I turned I was like holy shit JK it's literally right there (laughs) Uh, and then I just have 15 million pictures of it on my phone and like it doesn't change I mean other than night and like when it lights up and does fun things but like I know 
it's a fucking building. It looks like fucking thing. Why do I have so many pictures of it? I know. It's just like, I feel like every time I'm in Toronto, William Nylander possesses me and is like, take <laughs> a picture of the CN Tower. <laughs> like, oh my God. Have I ever posted the video on Twitter? I feel like I have years ago, but I made a video on Snapchat. I cut out um, the picture from one of Drake's albums where he's like sitting on something. Mm-hmm. I cut it out and I zoomed really like far into the CN Tower and I put it sitting on the edge and then slowly the video just zooms in to Drake sitting on the CN Tower ah good stuff yes I love it I'm pretty like I I genuinely think I'm possessed by William and every time I go to Toronto and see the CN Tower I'm like I gotta take a pic <laughs> and he's like a freaking tourist yeah he is I love it I I love it. He just <laughs> finds joy in little things in life, and that's okay. Exactly. Him exactly. and Alex are going off on Instagram right now. Are Their they, Instagram context, content has been amazing. Why have I not seen anything? I think it's the new Instagram update. Because oh I have not it. seen anything. I don't know. Like, it just, like, it shows me things, and then I'll be like, here, have this post from two weeks ago that you didn't like. And I'm like, I, I know I follow this person, but I didn't like it for a reason leave me alone mm-hmm. oh yeah no it's nasty it's nasty I'll have to take a gander Willie later. posted a beautiful sunset picture tonight oh I think I did see that one but I like flipped through the story so quickly I barely noticed who's who <laughs> bad I'm like I need to get them away <laughs> I don't but understand I, my brain anyway. I, I only watch ones of people like that I want to see I'm like hmm, I wonder what they're up to and that's it I just uh, it's too annoying to scroll through because like everyone and their dog has a story right now <laughs> literally so I I just usually p- the people that I watch their stories the most they're always at the front so I don't yeah. really have to go scrolling that is why on our podcast um Instagram it's Dumois because that's where I go look at Zuma instead of having it clutter up my own Instagram feed. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All right. Um, this is just a fucking mess because I did not put any effort in sorting it. So you're just, it's whatever order we say it is. Um, so now we're going to talk about Tampa's injuries post that were announced post playoffs. Um, Belmar had a meniscus injury starting in the playoffs. I don't think he was playing by the end, though. Um, Sorelli had a shoulder slash AC joint sprain versus the Rangers and dislocated his other shoulder versus um, Colorado. Great. Fun. Yeah, he's going to have zero shoulders, and he's like 26, 25, somewhere in there. Um, Kucherov had an MCL sprain versus Colorado um Nick Paul had a shoulder slash AC joint sprain versus the Rangers and an MCL sprain versus Colorado I'm not done um Corey Perry also had a shoulder slash AC joint sprain versus the Rangers um Point had a significant quad tear versus Toronto McDonough mangled his finger from a block versus the Rangers and then, to be honest, every player on the roster had multiple contusions along the way. Yeah. Very normal. Very normal. 
Um, just gonna pretend I didn't hear any of that. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's better when we don't think about it. It's better. Um, I am gonna miss uh, Elliot Friedman's no point in warm-ups tweets because like Elliot, they're important. You gotta, you know, get your body warmed up, stretch, or else you're gonna tear some more muscles. Come on. Um, <laughs> that was my favorite part of this entire playoff run. <laughs> no point in warm-ups. Okay, Elliot. <laughs> I'm like every every day someone would quote tweet it with a different you're gonna hurt yourself type of phrase. <laughs> um, can you hear my computer fan? It is so loud. <laughs> Not really, no. Okay. It's just like very noisy. It's not normally this noisy. Um, Natalie Spooner is having a baby. Very exciting. That's so exciting. It okay. is. Um, it's due in December. So I'm guessing she probably won't play in Worlds in August. <laughs> <laughs> I literally like mentioned it to my dad and he was like, what the fuck does that sentence say? Of course she's not going to play. And I'm like, <laughs> fine. <laughs> she hasn't said she's not going to play, though. That's all I'm saying. There's <laughs> been no official announcement. There has no been no confirmation. <laughs> um, anyway, congrats to her and her husband. Uh, love that. Um, the Wild traded the rights to Kevin Fiala to the Kings for their 2022 first round pick and um, University of Minnesota captain Brock Faber. All right. Um, the Fiala extension was seven years, 7.9 million. Might be eight years. I don't remember. Either way, a lot of money. I don't know. I. You want me to know if someone on Minnesota was good? <laughs> the fuck kind of question is that <laughs> like i don't know can't even name anyone on the team him that's it him now Mar- mark andre flurry yeah nice good one mm-hmm. good one <laughs> um uh the sabers resigned ready for this craig anderson this man is like um, I can't remember who it was. I quote tweeted it on the podcast Twitter and someone replied and said, he has been 46 for 10 years. And I'm like, you're right. He has been 46 for 10 years. <laughs> um, interesting choice. I think he's like not 46, but also like close enough, right? Yeah. Um, 41 close enough yeah especially in hockey years and as a goalie my goodness retire sir um the 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 uh Ilya Mikheyev is likely unlikely to resign with Toronto and Toronto has notified teams that the rights to him are available if a team wishes to quote unquote jumpstart the process uh, I think they said they're looking at like 4.5 million I think that's what they want on like a long-term deal. So I, I like him, but no, thank you. You have not yeah. proven yourself for that. And I will miss you soup, but no, sorry. Um, the 
I don't even know why I bothered with that one. I'm just going to ignore that one because I don't know who the fuck that is. Oh, it's because they named him head coach. That is why it's important. I was like, why is that important? I bookmarked Tampa is, has lost Derek Lalonde as their assistant coach. It's because he's, I bookmarked it because he's going to be coach of the Red Wings. That's why. <laughs> like, this is not important. Why do I care about Tampa's assistant coach? <laughs> That's why. It's fine. <laughs> uh boston hired jim montgomery um the the sharks hired bob bugner um the canucks hired mike yo as an assistant coach and brad shaw is leaving to join the flyers as an assistant coach so they basically just swapped assistant coaches um like wife swap nhl edition (laughs) um isn't that what the entire nhl it just is it is but this is a very direct (laughs) one (laughs) it's not normally this direct (laughs) like all right um very fun fact brad larson was hired 386 days ago by columbus and he's now in the top half of nhl coaching tenure that's fucked up. <sighs> well. Yeah. Um, the Jets hired Rick Bonus. Um, uh, just to sum it all up for everybody, Jim Montgomery got fired in Dallas. Rick Bonus took over. Rick Bonus departed Dallas. Pete DeBoer took over. Bruce Cassidy was fired in Boston, took DeBoer's old job. Montgomery got hired in Boston to take Cassidy's old job. I hate the NHL. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Not going to worry about it. A mm. um, couple of trades. Well, let's, um, let's start with uh, the funny thing before we jump to trades. Um, TDA has given, been given permission to shop his services. I'm not sure what his services are. Being racist, talking mm. at defense. Um, so that's funny to me. But also the more important half of this tweet is that um, they're not going to extend Martin Nakis and Vincent Tro- Trocek and Nita Ryder are going to test free agency for the Canes. So genuinely, I have no fucking clue who's on that team anyway. Jake Gardner is in there somewhere. <laughs> That's it. I don't know why. I just like remember Jake Gardner every once in a while. I'm like, oh, I missed him. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, I miss don't. The, the, the vibes? Yeah. Him, him and Morgan having fun? Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, the actual existence of Jake Gardner on my hockey team? No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> More good. No offense, Jake. I love you, but <laughs> you've given me too many heart attacks. <laughs> um, the Lightning acquired Philip Myers and Grant Misnash from Nashville for Ryan McDonough. Um, and then they bought out Philip Myers. He was on waivers last year. Yeah. And I was like, Leafs should pick him up, but they did not. And then they lent him to the Marlies, they being the Philadelphia Flyers. <laughs> no, not the, the 
the Nashville Predators. He used to be a Philadelphia player. I jumped the gun a little bit too much there. Um, but yeah, so they end up buying him out. Um, okay. We got more coaches because, gosh, and GMs. Why wouldn't there be more front office changes immediately before the draft, which is literally in two days? <laughs> you know that? Because <laughs> it really threw me off when it was Friday, July 1st, and they were like, I was like, Where, where's my free agency? I'm ready. I watch my Stranger Things. I'm ready for my free agency. And it just didn't happen. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, anyway, it really threw me off. I didn't like it. Yeah, no, it's not it. Yeah, no. They had conditioned me. It is no longer Canada Day. It is free agency day. <laughs> um, so Mike Greer will be named, is or has been named. This was yesterday that said will be named. Um, GM of the San Jose Sharks. He is the first black person in over a hundred years of NHL hockey to make history in doing so. Um, at being, I don't know what that sentence was, as he's the first black person to be named NHL GM. Um, very exciting. Yes, we love that. He's had success. I don't remember what he was doing. I think AHL somewhere. But yeah, he played like over a thousand games in the NHL. He has lots of experience from their perspective of experience of, you know, playing hockey. <laughs> I would you know how the NHL works. They yeah. played hockey. Sure, we'll hire sure. you. You played men's hockey? Definitely. Absolutely. Um, I would just like to say that last episode we were calling for more POC to we be were. given high up positions. This is what we like to see. We got more. We got, well, not more POC, but we did say more diverse. We, I think we just said more no, less straight less, old white men. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Which is, like we said, bar on the floor here. But <laughs> oh, so on the floor. We got some more. Um, that's not important. Uh, Jessica Campbell, who we talked about like two weeks ago, was supposed to coach at Rangers Development Camp. She's just instead been hired as assistant coach for, what are they called? Seattle's <laughs> AHL team, uh, which is very exciting. We love that. Um, Haley Wickenheiser was promoted to assistant GM. Same with Ryan Hardy and Daryl Metcalf. Um, for the Leafs, love that. Um, where did we go? Jessica Campbell. Wasn't there another one? Where'd it go? There was another one. Where'd it go? Oh, um, Emily Engel, Engel Natske. I'm not sure I pronounced that correctly. I'm trying my best. Um, she's the first woman to work full-time on the NHL coaching staff um, after being hired as the Washington, Washington Capitals video coordinator. Um, she spent the last two seasons as video coach for the Hershey Bears. So lots of women in front office positions. We love that. Wow. Lots of, like, we, we do need to get a little, a lot more diverse uh, racially, but like, we, and still more, di- as we said, Diverse period. Great white men, um, just in general. But like, we're getting there. We are getting there. Slowly, but surely. Mm-hmm. Um, this was like this morning and it was just like a bunch of W's, you know? Mm-hmm. It was very, it was a very rare um, set of W's this morning. Yes. 
for the NHL. It was very <laughs> odd. <laughs> like, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Mm-hmm. It's like, great, you get all this, but... Yeah, I'm unfortunately waiting for that to happen. Um, Nick Paul was extended seven years, 3.15 million with Tampa. I fucking hate how cheap they can get people. Hate it. Um, why did I even bother with that one either? I do not know that man's name. We're passing on that. Um, Colin White was put on unconditional waivers for a buyout. It'll save the Sens 10.5 million in real cash because he's only 25. Um, and the cap charge for his contract is less than 900,000 for five of the next six years. So, you know, exciting stuff if you are the Ottawa Senators. Mm. and someone else who wants to sign him to a shorter cheaper contract um jay fresh who they do a lot of hockey stats stuff um did a survey a fan base survey um who is the most which nhl team has the most annoying fan base we won <laughs> we won we can win something <laughs> oh yeah look at us go <laughs> honestly it's so funny looking at this graph like did you see it yeah yeah like it's the Leafs by Leafs have like 40 probably like 46 percent of the votes and then the next closest is um the Rangers with just less than 20 percent <laughs> Like the difference is huge. It's <laughs> so fucking funny. Um, so it's the Rangers and then the Habs. I would personally put the Habs as more annoying than the Rangers. I don't think the Rangers fans are that bad. Um, no. I think people are just annoyed by the gay little people who like their hockey and their Mika and Grider, <laughs> Chris Grider. That is my only perception of New York Rangers fans. I'm sure there are bad ones too. Like there always are. But yeah. that is the only New York Rangers fans I see is the ones who are like, they're just, they're just best friends and they just love playing hockey together or like they're in love. Either way, it's fine. I, I, I really don't think they're that annoying. And that's coming from someone who lives within this godforsaken state. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like we both tailor our Twitter feeds very well. Yeah. Uh, so like I don't see the absolute worst Leafs fans and I don't even see some I don't even see the bad Leafs fans unless someone is dunking on a take um, yeah, which doesn't happen very often mm -hmm. um so I like know. like I said I'm very tailored I have the people I like following who are Leafs fans mm -hmm. and I do not branch out <laughs> no and if I do and I don't like it they're immediately unfollowed like oh my god yeah I have no qualms um, my next favorite is which NHL fan base is the most delusional? We won! <laughs> um, again, a very large margin on this one. We were 24%, which I don't think is very fair because most of us are like, yeah, well, we're not, we're not winning the Stanley Cup. We're not beating, going in the first round. I had zero expectations of this team. Come on, guys. Yeah. We're not that delusional. Um, and then the Edmonton Oilers and New York Rangers. Again, I don't think they're that delusional. Um, I Montreal, 
actually Edmonton yes Montreal also yes hmm. um I actually I think Edmonton is more delusional than the Leafs fans I see because I feel like most of us are just like heavily scarred from the Leafs yeah. uh, so we have no faith in them but Edmonton's like oh we could we could make it we could win the cup when you only have two alive players on your team yeah yeah we're like vander kane like like literally when i lost it on my cousin earlier this year pent up (laughs) (laughs) from seeing any any edmonton takes (laughs) what do you mean you think leon drysettle is better than austin matthews (laughs) um anyway (laughs) still shocked at that um, so yes, Edmonton should be more delusional than they are, than it says they are. Um, most, which NHL fan base is most unhinged and prone to melting down over next to nothing? Also us. Also <laughs> us. <laughs> we, we do know, like, no surprise. <laughs> Me about Justin Hall. <laughs> Why is Justin Hall playing and Travis Dermott isn't? I get it. It's fine. <laughs> Um, if I don't nitpick the little things, I cannot watch this team. <laughs> no. Um, and again, a super large margin. This was like literally 50% of votes were the Leafs. And then the next highest is probably about seven or 8% the Rangers. And then the Oilers just below that too. Um, I think the Oilers are also a little unhinged and, um, who have I seen a lot recently? I think um, the Tampa fans have been very unhinged because they don't know how to lose, which seems yeah. like a very fucked up perspective to adapt in just two years. Oh, oh, oh for, sure. for sure. Also, so, I feel like half of their fan base has came in the past two years. So, yeah, no, I think they just kind of, they don't, they, they don't know how to lose. And I feel like half of them aren't actual hockey fans they just were like oh this hockey team won the stanley cup in the state that i live in i guess i'm a hockey fan now but they don't it's like you can you call out something like a shitty call the refs make and they're all like oh no no like do you are you watching the same game yeah i saw a lot of bad takes about stuff this postseason and it wasn't even it was like past the Leafs series too and I was like are you guys okay <laughs> no <I'm> concerned <laughs> um yeah uh which NHL fan base do voters now find more annoying than they did before um in like the previous season um the Rangers pretty large margin again I have not found I think the Rangers fans like the straight male Rangers fans were at their most annoying in the TDA meltdown era um I haven't really found them to be that annoying but again bagging on Rangers yeah um the lightning absolutely they Mm -hmm. their fan base is very annoying now yeah um And then the Oilers. And I would say 
I am just as annoyed with them as I have always been, <laughs> but I'm glad that other people are catching on. Yeah. Um, the lightning, I miss circa three years ago when when they got swept by Columbus. It wasn't any after, fan base. <laughs> when they got swept by Columbus after winning the President's Trophy. <laughs> that. <laughs> um, which NHL fan base is low-key more annoying than they get credit for? The Carolina Hurricanes. And then the Lightning and Oilers. Again, um, I don't see too many Hurricanes fans in general. But again, Lightning, Oilers, of course. Yes, I agree. But also Rangers number four. They really People really do not like Rangers fans for whatever reason. I, I swear, whenever the Rangers are doing good, People are just like, ah, oh, fuck the Rangers. But then they forget about them when they're like not doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Rangers alone. Yeah, but I have not found their fans that bad oh. at all. Um, which NHL fan bases were most willing to describe their own fellow fans as particularly igno- annoying? That's a fun one. I like that. Um, Habs. These are all very close, though, in the top. Habs, then Flyers. I feel like that is um, Flyers Sports Radio Twitter versus Flyers Gay Little Dudes Twitter. Like, <laughs> they're fighting. <laughs> that's, that's, I think that's why, personally, personally, that's what I think it is. I don't know if that's true. I uh, think you have said Gay Little Dudes at least three times. I probably have. <laughs> Um, yeah, I definitely have. <laughs> it's just in my vocabulary right now. <laughs> Front and center. <laughs> um, and then Golden Knights genuinely forgot about their existence. Oh my god. Let alone their fans' existence. <laughs> Apparently Golden Knights fans think they're annoying. All right. I, I will believe you, I guess, because that's a hockey team that definitely exists. And has fans. It has fans. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, the Canucks, Leafs, and Bruins are also all very close. I, I agree. There are very annoying Leafs fans. Yeah. I don't, like I said, I don't interact with them. I keep myself away from them. Um, I feel like you should have like almost all of the Canadian teams. Oh, yeah. Be honest with me. Be with you, with me. What are you saying? <laughs> Just be honest with myself. <laughs> Um, which NHL fan base isn't as annoying as its reputation? Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm telling you, there are a few very loud bad apples mm-hmm. um, who get dunked. They get dunked on frequently, and we dunk on them frequently. Yes. Um, thank you for acknowledging that there are normal fan- Leafs fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're unhinged, but like, I try oh, yeah. not to be that annoying. Actually, I feel like if you follow me on Twitter, you're probably annoyed by me anyway. I see constantly. I'm like, I'm supposed to be working and I'm like tweeting I about tweeting. Like, Stranger Things or whatever. The Twitter, music I'm listening to, crying about the music I'm listening to. It's fine. Twitter is just my place where I'm like, if I could text this to one of my friends without explaining the context of it, I would. But if I did, then I would have to explain context and I'm just too lazy for that. So I'm going to put all of my thought, every thought that flits through my brain goes on Twitter. 
Me too. <laughs> oh yeah, sometimes I read your tweets and I'm like, what the fuck is Alex talking about? I gotta, I gotta share things that go through my brain. They gotta go somewhere. A lot of stuff happens in here. Exactly. They have to go somewhere. <laughs> like, oh man, I had one of the fucking niches tweets this week and nobody liked it, even though I figured, I don't know if the one person who I thought follows me and would get it hasn't seen it yet or what but like it was the absolute nichest tweet and I was like I this needs to be put into the world though (laughs) Um, anyway I can't explain it if you're if you're curious um anyway we'll just leave it uh the Bruins I again have not seen a Bruins fan um mostly by design um same with any Habs fans plus me muting the Habs on Twitter absolute wonderful love it uh very good for me personally (laughs) yeah I I see on my Twitter I see Leafs obviously yeah um Colorado uh there's some flyers yeah I got a few flyers there's a couple Calgary I really don't follow many Calgary I have a couple like Jets people um and they annoy me from time to time when they talk like when they like complain about the Leafs like all the other fan bases like Canadian fan bases do that's the one they annoy me the most but most of the time I'm like yeah you're cool I like you guys um yeah I don't know I oh I see a lot of Sen stuff but it's mostly like Liz Mm. (laughs) closeted Sen's fans Liz (laughs) (laughs) um yeah that's when I see some stuff most of the time yeah I don't know anyone else very curated to Leafs mostly and then a couple flyers and that's about it oh I think I follow one Devils fan one I follow the New Jersey Devils themselves actually no I follow follow the Kraken oh what's I don't think I follow them I follow someone who works for them because I like seeing her handwriting she like writes the lines Mm. the games I she has very nice handwriting so yep that's about it yeah and I follow like I follow like a Calgary reporter so when I know things about Calgary it's because of her but it's also just because she does a lot of women's hockey coverage and I like her writing so "Mm, I'm gonna support you (laughs) um yeah See, not a like, single West Coast team. Other I was than... say, this is, I have Seattle, but like I don't pay attention to 98% of their tweets. <laughs> um, yeah, this, you can see why our podcast is the way it is <laughs> from this analysis of who we follow on Twitter. Uh, also, I find it so funny that my Twitter is like also personal Twitter because like I've had this Twitter for since high school. Um, probably since like 2012 anyway I got in trouble for having it fun fact um I got in trouble with my parents because I wasn't supposed to have a twitter and I had one but nobody told me to deactivate it so I just kept it and I have tweeted in the state of Maryland in the past like three years (laughs) oh my god yeah well I I switched to like from my personal twitter uh a few years ago I made Mm-hmm. the hockey twitter because i was like i yeah but like i have high school friends who follow me 
And I'm like, why are you even reading my tweets? Like how, like, why are you still following me? Genuinely, genuinely. Why, why would you bother? Because I tweet about hockey a lot. Mm-hmm. But then like I'll see they liked like I was tweeting about like lyrics or whatever like a music or something or stranger things or whatever and like they like that tweet and I'm like so so you saw all my other tweets still yeah, I'm concerned <laughs> I think I felt I felt left out because in the in a sea oh my god in a sea of uh, all of these twitter or hockey twitters I was like, I feel like I'm one of the only personal accounts and I want to curate just an entire Twitter to hockey. And then it turned into just shit. So yeah, I, I can't I remember the last time I tweeted on my personal Twitter. Yeah. Because those people don't need to know like, what's going through my mind. Even like your reading list, I think is on your hockey oh, it Twitter. Is. <laughs> like your book list. More people, yeah. It's just more interactive and more yeah. fun. Yeah. Like I said, um, if you know me and you still follow me on Twitter, why? <laughs> Genuinely, why? Don't. It's not even don't. It's just why. <laughs> why would you do that to yourself if you don't like hockey? Um. Yeah. Very weird. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> um. There is so many questions in this. Um. Which fan bases are other teams' fans particularly fond of? Colorado Avalanche. Carolina Hurricanes and Calgary Flames. Also, for whatever reason, the Buffalo Sabres. No. Um, I don't think yes, I. Yes. No. Yes. Fan. I I don't think I'm fond of anybody's fans, to be honest. Other teams that I'm kind of fond for, sure. I the fans yeah. though. I like. I don't know. I feel like I sympathize with like Buffalo fans and Philadelphia fans. Like their teams are shit, especially like Buffalo. They've been shit for so long. I sympathize. But also, if you get good again, I'm gonna fucking hate you immediately. Yeah. I like I feel like I I enjoy Colorado's fan base a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Calgary, the couple of tweets that I do see here's the thing I think in my head Calgary's fan base is um partially me and partially the other Leafs fans that like Calgary there. so Um, do you think we can get through our previous predictions really quick? Do we think yeah. we can do it in the time we yeah. have? Okay. We'll just, so, we just won't go on rants. Yeah. Okay. So for whatever reason, we predicted some trophies. I don't know why. It's so like so unlike us. <laughs> the beginning of the season, we predicted trophy winner. Um, so the Calder, I we were talking about, I was like explaining Michael Bunting and how he's barely a rookie to you. And you were like, who is that? <laughs> And it made me laugh listening to it. I'm like, that's so funny. I thought Michael Bunting. Yeah. And to be fair, the season hadn't started yet. It was like preseason. And you're like, I don't know who that is. And I was like, he's a leaf. And you're like, still, I don't know who he is. I cannot imagine a time where I don't know Michael Bunting. I feel like we're best friends now. Yeah, I know. I know. Very wild. Michael Bunting and I are one of the same. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Exactly. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we said Cole Caulfield. We fully thought the Habs were going to be good. We did not even entertain <laughs> that the Habs would not be good. <laughs> what is wrong with us? Um, I don't know. I really don't know. The Rocket, we killed it. We got it. Awesome, Matthews. Look at us go. Actually, you said dry settle, but because you were I, just, you you were literally like I gotta have no faith basically. Yes, when you have faith, that's when things go south. Exactly, you're right. You're right. Um, the Norris, we said Kale McCarr. I don't know how we did that, but we did. Oh wow. <laughs> we also said Victor Hedman. Um, genuinely, we said Hedman, and then we decided on Kale McCarr, <laughs> which I thought was wild. um the art ross we said Connor mcdavid we were right um what oh it's the playoffs i like flipped over to stats on the sportsnet app for nhl and it was like 33 and i was like what do you mean Connor mcdavid only had 33 points this season (laughs) um it's the playoffs stats it's okay um anyway yeah, Art Ross, we said Connor McDavid, but also to be fair, you first said William Nylander. <laughs> um, which valid. I love that guess. <laughs> I I'll put my faith in William any day, okay? Yeah, yeah. I think you were just like, I think that I have to bring him up. <laughs> I can't not talk about William Nylander. I, I think that might have been exactly what you said. I can't not talk about <laughs> William Nylander. Twice a pod minimum. Minimum. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then because it was the beginning of the season and last year was the Canadian division, we couldn't remember any NHL team. <laughs> and we didn't know who was on what team. <laughs> so um, these are, aside from the Atlantic, these are very funny guesses. Um, so we said that Tampa would win the Atlantic. We were wrong. Um, and we said the Sabres were going to be the losers. Again, we had, did not have the Mo- Montreal on our radar at all. Um, so obviously Florida run the, won the division. Montreal came last. But Buffalo was in fifth. Like, yeah, they, there was no way in hell they were getting a playoff spot. Yeah. But, like, Buffalo was smack dab in the middle of our division. I think we saw Craig Anderson. We we looked at the goalies and we were like, it's Craig Anderson and Aiden Hill. No way. No. <laughs> um, apparently we were wrong. I don't think we knew at that point that Carey Price wasn't playing, though, at all. For Montreal, uh, yeah. Which might make it make a little more sense. Um, and then for the Metro, we literally start with Carolina and then we went Rangers and then we we're like, no, Islanders. What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> to be fair, the Islanders were good last year. Yeah, they were good. I think they made it to the Eastern Conference Final. So, like, fair, but also very funny. Um, and we said the Devils were would be the worst because we thought because we could only name like five Devils players. <laughs> like, but we also said the Flyers, though, because we're like, oh, the Flyers signed um, Martin Jones as their backup. And, um, like, it seems like, and Bristoline. <laughs> we laughed about Bristoline like three different times that episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we were like, well, Ryan Ellis might make it them better. Um, 
spoiler alert, Ryan Ellis did not play 98% of this season. <laughs> and the Philadelphia Flyers were worse in the league. However, the Devils were second worst. So we did pretty well on that one. Um, <laughs> in the West, we say Colorado. I think we looked at this and we were like, who the fuck is in the, the Central? <laughs> um and then we said Arizona would be last and we do name Chicago as second last too so we killed that one wow absolutely um and then Pacific we said it was gonna be Vegas uh which was wrong and then we said Edmonton will be okay but they'll be pulled through by sheer willpower from Connor (laughs) McDavid uh we're a little bit wrong about that but not even that wrong yeah um Calgary won the division and then we said that the Ducks would be the worst which is was not right but they were when we spent a long time with the sharks too we really thought it was gonna be the sharks and the because we were looking we were doing everything by goalies (laughs) we're like who are these goalies i don't know the anaheim goalies they must suck (laughs) um but we were very convinced that seattle would be okay because they had good goalies and strong defense um we were wrong we were wrong (laughs) <laughs> uh, um so i can't believe that we called the central successfully though <laughs> that is wild absolutely wild um yeah so not bad for not knowing who's on what team okay that's everything for this episode you can follow us on twitter for puck sakes pod instagram for puck sakes podcast tiktok for puck sakes pod and tumblr for puck sakes podcast bye bye